This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good morning, Rabotai. We are continuing Parashat Vaishlach, the Orachayim Akadosh. And I have two psukim that I want to focus on. And I also want to say a message about the hostages. So it starts the following Orachayim Akadosh dissects the first pasuk. The first pasuk tells us the following. Vaishlach Yaakov Malachim Lifanav El Aisav Ahiv Arza Seir Sede Edom. So Yishla Yaakov sent Malachim. So what does it say? So Lifanav. He sent Malachim in front of him. What is in front of him? Number two, it says to Esav, his brother. That's redundant. That's not necessary to say Esav and then Ahiv. And then it says Arza Seir. You should say La'aretz. So Rashi says many times that in the Torah you find on a grammatic level, when it says Lamed at the beginning, you could switch it with the He at the end. Fine, but why do we do that over here? Says Dorachem HaKadosh. And furthermore, it says, it says, Sede Edom, in the land of Edom. So what is this all coming to tell us? So Dorachem HaKadosh says like this. The first question you have to know is, why did Yaakov have to send Malachim. Why did he have to bother? Why did he have to bother angels? You don't bother angels for nothing. It reminds me of a story that when I was young and stupid, I was living in Givat Shaul at the time, and I had the zechut Motzei Shabbat. I would go to Ravolbe's house to hear Avdala. So one time I had a question about. Uh, it was a question I had in my mind about something. And uh, I saw there was a line of people waiting to ask him. So I said, listen, since I'm a neighbor, I get like VIP. I could ask the rabbi, you know. So I I told the rabbi, you know, call me when the line is finished and I'll just run over. So so I'm waiting in my apartment. And who do I get a phone call from? There's a on the line. And I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Whatever. I quickly asked whatever question it was. He answered my answer. I told this afterwards to Rabbi Orlewick. He yelled at me. He says, how dare you bother the rabbi for nothing. <laughs> That's what I remember when I read this story. Why did he have to bother the, why did he have to bother the malachim? The answer is, because obviously, the, he understood that he has permission to use them for this purpose. And we'll see why. Lifanav. That's why it says Lifanav. He, he actually had a, um, he, he had a, he had a permission to use in front of him these Malachim. And now he says El Esav. Why? Because Esav was a big man. Right? And if you're gonna send somebody who's anything less than a Malach, he might say, I don't want to have to answer you. But an angel, he's gonna add, he's gonna answer them. So therefore, Yaakov Avinu had to answer with Malachim. With that are fire. And then Isaf's gonna have to know what to answer. El Achiv. So why does that say his brothers? Okay, we understand the Isaf. So he said, Lifanav, because he's Isaf. He, we're able to send the Malachim, Lifanav, because he was Isaf. Okay. But why, why his brother? Because it could be that He's not going to have to fight with him because he's Esav. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he's not going to have to fight with him. But on the other hand, if he fights with him, 
Esav might win. Why? Because he's Achiv. He's his brother. And his brother, he has So that's dangerous. So that's the, the first pshat. And then the second pshat, he says it could be that he's going to have to deal with him like a brother. And, or, or it could be that he's going to have to speak to him like a, uh, uh, like an enemy. And only the Malachim, they know how to do both. You're going to have, you're going to have an army coming with a war. He's like, oh no, we're here for peace. <laughs> doesn't look good. Right? It's like a, a Hamas terror, a Havdil, a Hamas terrorist dressed up like a ninja warrior and he's saying goodbye to the hostages. Yeah, goodbye to the hostages. No, no, thank you. Get out of your costume and, uh, and then go somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not going to say in the, in the, this is actually, so I wanted to mention about the hostages is that, is that it's unbelievable there was a boy that was released on day 53 of his captivity that was called Yagil Yaakov. That was his name, Yagil Yaakov. And if you look in Tehillim, Tehillim 53, the Pasuk, what does it finish off with? Who's going to give deliverances of Israel? When Hashem is going to return to His nation, Yagil Yaakov, Yismach Yisrael. And we're going to be happy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable as It's written over here in Tehillim. And then in... In, in Tehillim Yud Zayin, we still have with us in captivity the little baby that captures all our heart, the 10-month-old Kfir Bibas. And it's written in Pasuk Yud Alif. Yud Bet, I'm sorry. Dimenu yichsof. It's like a lion. Litrof. Uke Kfir Yoshev Bemistarim. And like a Kfir, like a baby lion that is sitting in hiding. So you see over here clearly also that the, that the boy Kfir is still in hiding. There's many other, uh, Remazim that I saw brought down over here on Mishpachat Bibas and the brother and whatever else. But let's, let's hope that the end of the Pasu, the end of the, of the, of the Perik, how it says, Ani betzedek hechzipanecha. I'm gonna be able to see, uh, Hashem's face. I'm gonna be able to, Bezat Hashem, see the deliverance of these hostages. So getting back the, to the, to the Urachaim, he says at the end, an unbelievable thing. Says the Rukhaimah could be that we can understand this Pasuk according to Remez. That there are going to be three times that the children of Isav are going to be, are going to be, um, uh, are, are go, uh, we're going to have a relationship with the children of Isav. The first is when Yaakov and Isav are going to be brothers. And that's when it starts the Pasuk, Isav Achiv. That's the first stage. And that's up until the Khurban Bet Migdash. That we are brothers. We have an edge. We're in charge. That's up until the Khurban. But the second is going to be Arza Seir. It's going to be that it's, we're going to be in the land of Seir, of Edom. That means our long, long Galut right now that we are in is the Galut of Edom. That's going to be the second stage, which we are still in, unfortunately. It's a very long stage. But the last stage is going to be Sede Edom. Like the Navi in, in Yirmiyahu says, Sede Edom, Kisade Techaresh. The, 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 it's going to be like a field that's plowed over, which is eventually Edom is going to be finished. The concept of Edom, the kingdom of Edom is going to be gone, and that's the Yemota Mashiach. So in this Pasuk, the Orachim says, we, we hint to us the three levels. And I'm going to end off with, a, with another pasuk that it says, that it says when Yaakov Avinu is praying to Hashem, he says, Kantonti mikola chasadim umikol haemet. I am humbled by all the chesed and all of the truth. 
So usually you say truth before chesed. Why over your chesed before truth? What Rechaimah says in the first pshat, says because chesed is, is a, a true chesed that you do, that Hashem is going to pay to you, it, you don't deserve it. So it's coming from a place of emet. Like chesed shel emet. He's not going to pay you back, only Hashem pays you back. That's emet, because Hashem is paying you back. But then he says something unbelievable. Many times when a person does chesed, what, what happens to a person... I'm sorry, when a person does something, to a, something happens to a person, so he doesn't know how he's going to get paid back. Let's say somebody stole from him something. He's waiting to get paid back. Sometimes Hashem will pay him back in a way that he understands that he's supposed to get it, but that guy still became rich through his uh, treacherous stealing from him. And he always looking at that guy and says, yeah, that guy's driving that car off my back. And even though Hashem might have paid me back, but it's like, it's not, uh, it, it wasn't really supposed to be that way. But in this case of Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu sees that he worked so hard for Lavan's daughter. And he got swindled. And all those sheep that Lavan made was because he worked for him because of that swindling. But what did Hashem do? He gave back all of the riches to Yaakov. So, katanti mikola chasadim. I'm humbled by the chesed, but it's a chesed of emet, of truth. That over here, you took away my riches at the beginning, but those exact riches, I got back. So I'm humbled by that. In a way of emet. emet that it happened, the chesed happened through the emet. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.